Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! To send much-needed donations to JRoot Radio, the address is JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, j Radio can be found on Naki Radio, and it also can be found on j And at 712-432-2444. And that also, you can call in at 718-506-9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718-683-5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhak to do his famous Kayach from the Moyach show, or, or, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or Qigong energy exercises, or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number again is 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhak's CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number 375-1294 to ask for uh, the current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhak's books are also on sale in stores also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite all right. So I guess we could go straight to the story now. Okay, I'm ready to start the new story. Okay, Rabbi Yitzhak's, uh, you got a few emails you got to take care of. Oh, okay, right, right. Okay, let me see this one. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, the answer to your question is, uh, Rabbi Meir Erps is my son, okay? Well, what was the question? I mean, I, I, that you mentioned it. Well, because I got an email here that if somebody's confused because he sees some CDs that have the name Rabbi Meir Erps on it, but it's signed with my name on it. So the answer is, of course, it's signed by my name because I make the drawings. I make, I illustrate the covers for my son's CDs. So Rabbi Meyerps is my son. He's also a professional storyteller and he has a lot of CDs out there. And uh, I'm proud of him. So now we got that out of the way. Uh, can we go weiter? Uh, yeah, yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, yes. Okay. So this is sponsored as Rufu Shlemo for Chaim Yosef Svi Ben Sora Miriam as Rufu Shlemo and for um, uh, Raphael Avram Yitzchak Ben uh, Ben uh, Gittel uh, as a Rufushalema. And also, uh, we have a special sponsor that uh, sponsors something. So, Masha, if you're out there listening, uh, this year I understand that Zion Cheshvan is your mother's first Yurtzeit, and somebody is sponsoring that I should do a story in honor of your mother because the both of you used to love listening to my stories, and Baruch Hashem, I think you still do. So, therefore, uh, we got a private sponsor who's doing this anonymously in honor of your mother. Okay, so now... Uh, okay, now you can begin. Yes, I'm going to begin. So here we go. This story, I didn't have full time to research it. I was away before, and I didn't have a chance to look it up, and I'm going to take his word for it, and I'm just going to make up some, you know, parts to blend in. Because uh, I love the story. Uh, well, whose story? Uh, well, uh, our good friend Mendel Z sent us this story, 
and I had a chance to glance through it, but I didn't have a chance to research it. I love the lesson in it, and I think I'm going to tell it. And so everybody out there, just be Michael, that if some of my facts might be a little bit mixed up, it's because I didn't have a chance to check it out. But the story as a whole, I do got it pretty much down to Pat. Uh, maybe not all the names, but uh, one thing is, what a lesson. Okay, so here we go. This story took place probably, based on the information that I got here, it probably took place. Of course it took place, because if it didn't take place, then you can't have a story. Oh, y'all see? Oh, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Yes, okay. So anyways, so <clears throat> the story that I'm doing is a very, very interesting story. <clears throat> Great lesson. You told us that. You'll see. If you keep interrupting, I keep losing my trend of thought. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you are. Okay, so anyhow, let me tell you that this story happened most likely in the early 1900s. Very good chance it happened directly after World War One. Uh, and, uh, you know, money was very scarce and it was hard to have. And especially in Eretz Israel, which at that time uh, unofficially was known as, actually when I say unofficially, because to us it's always known as Eretz Israel. But according to the officials or whatever it was, it was the Palestinian territory or not really the Palestinians, but it was called Palestine at that time. Anyhow, uh, so uh, we're going to use a name, Muttel. And Muttel was a very, very interesting person. Muttel was what we would call a uh, money exchanger. Uh, because, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, they, they, they needed money, you know, and things like that. And uh, they had businesses. But, of course, there were still people traveling back and forth to Eretz Israel. They were traveling back uh, and forth. And then, of course, what happened was this. They would try to do business, of course, but uh, their business was not going so, so well per se. So, now that we got that explained, let me explain you uh, what a money exchanger is. Okay, a money exchanger, I know what a money exchanger is, I can tell them, okay. You see, like in the times of the Gemara, uh, there were people that used to travel from different countries back and forth. So let's say if you lived in, in Hebron, right? And let's say you came from uh, Pompadisa or something like that. So therefore, uh, uh, they used a different currency, a different type of money in Hebron than they did in Pompadisa. But if somebody from Pompadisa wanted to go buy something in Hebron, uh, they had to have money, but not everybody would take that money. So therefore, uh, there was an exchange market. So money was worth different values from different countries. You know what I mean? Like they say nowadays, like uh, let's say, for example, uh, the United States dollar might be worth $1.50 in another country. And another country's currency, let's say, it would be equivalent to a dollar, but it's really less than a dollar. You know, something like that, right? And so, therefore, people used to go to the banks and things like that. Nowadays, for sure, you can go to the bank and everything, and you can exchange your money in the bank and everything. And, of course, they used to have things called money changers, okay? Or money exchanges, I should say. <laughs> but really, they're called money changers. Anyways, so people used to go to them. And they would change the money, and of course, they would make a profit. Let's say you wanted to change a Pompadisa dollar to an American dollar, so therefore you had to have uh, some extra money because the, the, the money changer who used to carry this kind of money to be able to exchange, uh, he had to store it, so therefore he would charge a fee. That's how he made his money, right? Oh, wow. I, I'm spellbound. And what do you mean you're spellbound? I'm, I'm just amazed. How you came up with this so fast? I mean, how'd you know it? Ah, I read about these things. Aha, uh -huh. okay. Anyhow, so uh, do you know what a Kadi is? A Kadi? Uh, a Kadi? A Kadi, is that a name? Aha, uh -huh. we stumped you. Well, Kadi is a Arabic uh, Muslim uh, magistrate or judge that follows the Sharia uh, I think it's called Sharia or whatever, the Sharia, you know, the, the Islamic law. Oh, okay. What does that have to do with the story? Well, it's going to be part of it. Okay, anyways, um, there there was, okay, so let me let me tell you how it was. Uh, so, anyways, 
Uh, I think the story took place. I forgot already. And I don't have chance because I want this uh, radio show to be on time and everything. So therefore, uh, I don't have time to look it up. But I think the story took place in the Hebron area. Okay, so there, there was a money exchanger or money changer by name of Muttle. So uh, let's uh, take a look at him, okay? So, by the way, Rabbi Arabs, yes, uh, what was the currency you're asking? How, how'd you know? I didn't even get the chance to say it. Okay, let me ask the question. What was the currency at that time in Eretz Yisrael? Ah, at that time, it, it was towards the end of the Ottoman Empire, which fell apart after World War One. Uh, you know, oh really? Uh, I remember learning in history. Wait, don't tell me, don't tell me. Uh, the uh, Ottoman Empire ended in 1918. Uh, that's when they stopped go using the title Sultan, right? But officially became ended completely in 1922. Do I right? Yes. Wow, you remember your history. <laughs> I'm pretty good at that. Okay, so uh, go ahead. Oh, uh, yes. So, anyway, so at that time, uh, the main uh, currency used was the Ottoman lira. Okay, so I don't remember the values of it, whatever it is, but uh, we're going to talk about that. So, uh, um, uh, uh, excuse me, pardon me, but uh, uh, I need to do some business here. So, if you don't mind, uh, Rabbi Oops, uh, can I speak to a uh, mortal? And you could quietly talk with your uh, friend over there, Yosele. Uh, 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 Rabbi Erbs, uh, he's in the story? Uh, yes, yes, he is. Uh, um, um, you want to tell him your name? Uh, my name is... Uh, uh, um. <coughs> your name is... <coughs> no, just clearing my throat. My name is uh, Boris. Okay. Anyways, uh, you talk quietly, please, so I could do my job here. Okay, uh, Mr. Money Changer. Ah, yes. Shalom Aleichem. How are you? How are you? How are you? Uh, okay, my name is Boris, and I understand you could take my Russian money, and you could change it so I could uh, stay here for my weekend, do some business here in uh, this uh, Palestine, in this Hebron area, yes? Uh, yes, sir. That's exactly what I do. A hundred percent. And you want it? No problem at all. Okay, let me see how much money you have here. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, now again, let me just take this from you. All right, and let me count it up. All righty. So you have 20 of this and 30 of that. Okay, and here you go. This is the exchange value. And I'm charging my fee. It's a reasonable fee. We are very, very reasonable. You don't need so much. How you make so much money? It's by volume, sir. <laughs> I do it by volume. Oh, very nice. I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem at all. Okay. So, uh, okay. Uh, let me just sit down here and do a little learning in between while I'm waiting for a customer. Excuse me, but, you know, uh, <laughs> I speak Yiddish, I speak Hebrew, I speak a little bit of Arabic, but, uh, no, no, sorry, sir, I don't speak uh, Chinese, okay? Oh, what a, what a, what a, what a sorry. Okay, anyway, I'm here for a visit, uh, in a neutral US currency to uh, spend money and buy things, okay? So, in order for me to do this, uh, I need to have uh, uh, money. So, uh, can you exchange my Chinese money uh, for the lira, uh, the Ottoman lira? Uh, can you do this for me? Uh, yes, I can. Sure, let me see what you got. Mm -hmm. All right, all right, and uh, you know my fee is. I uh, see. I read the sign. I understand. Very reasonable your fee. Very nice. I like it. Okay. All right. No problem. All right. That's good. I'm glad we have no problem with that. That is so fantastic. I'm very happy to hear that. Okay. Uh, anybody else next? <laughs> Our 
Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not that fluent in Arabic. Can you just speak? All right, I will tell you. All right, um, I need from you uh, to be able to um, uh, how you say, send the money. Oh yes, not a problem. I could do that for you. Alrighty, that was very nice. Okay, okay, very good, very good. All right, alrighty. Now let's see. Ah. <laughs> I'm looking here, right across the street from me over here, is my good friend Ahmad. All right, he's an Arab man, a nice man, but he, you know, he practiced uh, the Islam religion. But me and him, and I and him, and he and I, oh, we get along very well, you know, we're friendly, you know, Baruch Hashem for that. <laughs> All right, uh, he's running his grocery store there. Wow, yeah, 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 he has a nice grocery store there. Uh, let's see what's going on over there, because right now it's quiet by me. Uh, let's take a look over there and see what's going on. Wow, it looks like he has a customer there. He's going inside. Very nice. Oh, oh, he comes out with a small packet. Not so bad. All right, very good. So he's doing business. I'm so happy for him. Yes, yes, okay. Uh, yeah. And sure enough, this would go on daily. And it seemed to be that Amatl was doing more business every day, much more than, uh, you know, Ahmad was doing in his grocery store. But nonetheless, they would be friendly. And many times at the end of the day, especially if it wasn't time to run out to Minchemaira or something, uh, the two of them would get together and they would speak. Once in a while, they would sit down and play chess. <laughs> Mother, I think I could win you now. It is very good. I think so, because look, I have check, uh, uh, what you call it, checkmate, I think, right? Uh-huh, Ahmed. I see what you're saying, but guess what? You forgot to look at my knight over here. Oh no, you've taken away my queen. Oh no, what's the matter with you? <laughs> That's my job. I'm gonna take away your queen. All right, here we go. And now, you no know, more checkmate. And of course, they would have a friendly game of chess. It'll be very interesting, okay? And so that would be a typical day. You know, he would, uh, that is Matil's uh, typical day, he would do some learning, money exchanging, and try to be neighborly to his neighbor Ahmad, and Ahmad would be friendly to him. And sometimes if they didn't play chess or other games or whatever, or talk, they would stop and say, schmooze, what's going on? And then, of course, came the other thing that Ahmad was talking about. Ah, okay, Matil! When are you going to convert? When are you going to come to the real religion and join our Islamic religion, huh? When are you going to follow uh, a Sharia law and everything like that, huh? When are you going to admit that our way of life is the true way of life? <laughs> we also have and we believe in the future world to come. You know that. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Ahmad, you know that it's very hard for me to follow your religion. It's very simple. Oh, what do you mean it's very simple? We have our prophet, you know that. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. But you see, uh, Ahmad, <laughs> you're not going to be able to convince me because, you see, by, you know, the way we believe it is, I mean, you know, it's passed down tradition, word of mouth, not skipped from the generations, you know, we have what's it called, you know, word of mouth from one generation to the other, which passed down the fact that when uh, the Jewish people were given the Holy Torah, uh, it was given by... Oh no, your Holy Torah was given by the mountain of Sinai, I know all about that, it's very nice. However, you know that uh, uh, it's, uh, uh, well, it's uh, nice and dandy, but uh, later on it was changed. It was given to Prophet, uh, you know, Muhammad, and uh, we now follow this thing. <laughs> well, you see, let me tell you like this. 
You see, you're listening to one prophet. Ah, very special prophet. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Of course he's a very special prophet. To you, you know, I, listen, I don't blame you for believing in him or whatever it is. But you see, the Jewish people stood by the mountain of Sinai, you know, what we call Har Sinai. Yes, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, so we stood there and everything... And it was just simply amazing miracles that were happening. I heard all about it. There was thunder, there was lightning, there was a lot of smoke and everything. And then, of course, there was the sound of what you call it? The chauffeur, the chauffeur. Right, the chauffeur was blowing and got louder and louder. I heard all about these things. Yes, yes, so, uh, but that was then. But then later on came Prophet Muhammad. Uh, yeah, but you're missing my point. Oh, yeah, what is your point? And my point is like this. If you remember correctly, I just want to tell you that what you have to understand is very simple. Okay? Uh, here's what you got to understand and follow what I am saying. All right? And let me tell you what it is. Let me tell you. Okay? Okay? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. You see, um, uh, by, by Mount Sinai, that was a long time ago. Why do you keep telling me about that? Listen to me, please. Listen. Okay, so by the mountain of Sinai, there wasn't one person standing there, okay? And plus, it wasn't just uh, Moshe Rabbeinu that we were listening to because he's just one voice. Everybody that stood there uh, heard the voice of Hashem. You understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to understand what you're saying, but you don't understand what I'm saying to you. I'm trying to tell you that uh, if what you're trying to say is not uh, very very good because uh, I, uh, I will say that you tell me something from the past. Okay, but you don't understand. See, at that time period, it was like 600,000 Jewish men over the age of 20 to 60, something like that, right? You consider their wives and everything, and you consider the fact that they had at least two children or something, right? And then, you know, uh, if you add up that also, you know, like uh, uh, four-fifths of the Jewish uh, nation died in the Mak of Choshech, you know, in the plague of darkness, you know, because they didn't want to leave anymore because they stopped working. And uh, our, our, our merit, you know, to be able to leave uh, Mitzrayim, Egypt, you know, was that we uh, gave our word that we're going to accept the Holy Torah. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, I understand what you are saying. Good. So, uh, since we gave our word that we are going to give the Holy Torah, so uh, based on that, so I just want to tell you that uh, no matter how you slice it and dice it, standing by the mountain of Sinai, you know, by Har Sinai, uh, there was at least a minimum, a minimum, uh, you know, like uh, uh, probably, most likely, at least three million Jewish people standing there all at once. You understand? And they all heard God's voice. Yes, yes, I know. I heard all about this, but this was before. This is way, way before. What does this have to do with now? I'm telling you because the prophet of Muhammad came after Moses. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes, I understand what you're saying. But you see, our Torah teaches us that uh, um, we, um, how should I say it, the best way to say it, Rabbi Amps, uh, why don't you tell him how to say it? Oh, no, no, I can't interfere with the story. I can tell the story, but I can't interfere with the story. But I understand. Why can't you interfere with the story if you're telling the story? Oh, because once my imagination goes, I let it go, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Okay, uh, back to you, uh, 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 Muttle and Muhammad, you're on your own. Okay, thank you, Yasri. Okay, Muttle, so what are you trying to tell me is three million people do that, but that was before, but later on came a great prophet, Muhammad, and you know what I mean? Uh, yes, yes, but our Torah teaches us that it tells us that if a, a false prophet arrives... Hey, not the false prophet! What is the matter with you? How could you say that? Uh, relax, relax. Okay, I'm just telling you what it says in our Torah. And it says over there that if a false prophet arrives and tells you something and he even tries to do signs that might come true, you shouldn't believe him because God is testing us. You understand? So, I mean, what should we believe? A new prophet that comes up or oh, should we believe the Torah that was passed down from generation to generation in unbroken chain? You understand what I'm saying? 
Uh, we have the same discussion every time. Uh, I don't know how to try to convince you. Did you ever think that maybe we are right? <laughs> well, I thought about it, but not too long. Uh, you know, I really didn't think too much about it. I'm very sorry, but, you know, um, that's the breaks of the game. Breaks of the game? Who is talking about a game? This is real stuff. You know, you know, this uh, afterlife, you know that. Oh, I know. Uh, we have Olam Haba. <laughs> yes, that's what we believe in, Olam Haba. Ah, uh, yes, we believe in the world to come too. We have all different kinds of things uh, that we believe in. Yes, yes, I know, I know. And you base it off of what you see from us, and you just switch it to fit your, you know, uh, I guess your, your, your schedule thing. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Oh, by the way, I, I, I got to tell you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to tell you a story that somebody told me. I want to tell me a story? All right, uh, before I go home. Okay, you can tell me a story because I just closed up my grocery store. Yes, yes, I noticed, I noticed, I noticed. Anyway, so let me tell you what it is. You see, um, there was uh, somebody who, who, who was a school teacher, you know what I mean? He was a school teacher. And he had a big classroom. And they were... Oh, really? How many children did he have in his class? Oh, he had about 36 kids. Oh, wow. Very, very big class. Did he have uh, any... How about I who say... Uh, did he have any assistant? Uh, could be, could be not. I don't remember. But anyways... Uh, no, 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 he didn't have an assistant. Right, right, right. Because yeah, yeah, now I remember what the story is. No, 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 no. He didn't have any assistant. Oh, very nice. So he had 36 boys and no... Assistant? Wow! He had to be a very good teacher or else those children, they will step all over him. <laughs> yes, that's 100% right. Yes, yes, yes. There's no question about it. Um, there's no question whatsoever. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, uh, anyway, so, um, but this teacher was pretty good. So he had them in the control, you know what I mean? Okay, so what happened? Uh, why are you telling me the story? Oh, well, uh, it's a nice story. So I figured I'd tell it to you. Okay, go ahead. Well, anyways, um, and one day the teacher came into the class when he said, Boys, boys, I just want you to know that I want you to uh, review your lessons that I taught you because um, I, your teacher, have to step out of the room for a few minutes, okay? Now, during that time, now I will step out of the room for a few minutes. I would like you all to remain seated. Do not jump up and down. It is not a recess. Oh, why not? Why is the recess? Why can I jump up and down? Yeah, why not? I want to jump up and down. Me too. <laughs> can we run up and down? No, you may not run up and down. Like I said, during this time, um, um, you must stay in your seats, you understand? And I want you to remain in your seats and just do review. I must return a very important phone call. As you know, one of our boys is absent, and he is not well. He is sick with a high fever, and I must call him to wish him well and uh, explain to him how we miss him over here and tell him a little bit what we'll learn. So, uh, during that time, if you boys don't mind, I would like you to review what I taught you. And remember, stay in your seats. Stay in our seats. Okay. Bye, teacher. See you soon. Don't talk so long on the telephone. Uh, yes, I'll try not to. Let me just go out this door. Okay, there we go. Let me go to the phone. And and, and and so let me tell you what happened. So so this teacher, he went out to the office, you know, from the school office, right? And he went to make his phone call. And you know, it just took a little bit longer than he thought. Meantime, one of the boys, he just had to go. Oh, he had to go. He had to go away to a party or something. No, no, no. He had to go. Uh, oh, he had to go away. Oh, uh, I see. And, and the teacher wasn't there to give him permission that he could leave early? No, 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 no. He had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, I see. I'm very, very sorry. Uh, 
You have to go to the bathroom. Okay, very nice. Okay, Habib Habibi. Okay, you have to go to the bathroom. Okay, yes, and? Well, anyway, so he had to go to the bathroom. And so, uh, the, 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 you know, the teacher wasn't there. So he got up and he just went out the door. <laughs> and he went out the door and he starts going out the door. And, of course, he went to the bathroom. And then he starts thinking to himself outside the hall. Gosh, golly bee, jumping caterpillars without wings. You know something, uh, the teacher is gone a long time. He's on that phone. It's not so easy to sit still in the classroom. I've got an idea. <laughs> I'm going to go back into the classroom. And I'm going to tell everybody I passed by the office when I went to the bathroom. And the teacher said, because he's taking so long, uh, we could have a recess and jump up and down and let out our frustrations. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> and so let me tell you what happened. So this guy, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like amazing. So uh, this kid, um, you know, so he went over. And when he came back from the bathroom, you know, he comes inside the room. Uh, you don't have to do the door squeaking every time. Uh, okay, okay, you got the idea then. Okay, so he comes inside the room, and then he says, Boys, boys, listen very carefully. Guess what happened? On my way outside, you know, I met, the, I met the, the teacher. He was still on the phone, you know. And he told me, because he saw me coming out of the bathroom, and he saw me because you know, the bathroom was next door to the office, you know. And so he told me that because it's taking longer than he said, uh, the teacher said that everybody should have recess, and we could just keep the recess in the classroom, but we could stand up, we could jump up and down, we could run around the room, and we don't have to review anymore. Really? That's what he said? Are you sure? Yes, 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 I'm telling you. I was just out there. I was just outside. Oh, okay. Another problem. And so what happened was this. Everybody just started to do their own thing. Some people got up and they jumped up and down, down and up. And some ran around the room. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Catch me, catch me, catch me, catch me! <laughs> Let's play tag! Hey, I want to play football. Throw, throw the book for the football. Oh, we're going to break the book binding. Uh, we can rip the pages too. Oh, I don't think it's a good idea. Anybody have a football in the room? Anybody? Uh, I have a football, but we're supposed to use it in the yard. I don't want to, heaven forbid, maybe break a window. Oh, don't worry. We'll be careful. All right, give me the football. Here we go. All right, go out for a pass. All right. Uh, watch it, watch it. He's too close to the window. All right, catch it, catch it. Here we go. And of course, he threw the window. I mean, no, he didn't throw the window. I mean, he did uh, Hold on a second. He went through the window? No, 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 no. He didn't throw the window. He didn't go through the window. I, 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 I wait a minute. What, so what happened? Oh, well, he, he threw the football. And what happened was, he, oh, I'm telling you, it's just amazing. He threw in a football, and it was over the kid's head, and he jumped up to try to catch it. Then can you catch it? Here we go. Whoa, I missed it. Uh-oh. And the football went and smashed the window. <laughs> Crashed through the window. I don't even want to say what happened. Because I don't know what happened next as far as where the football went. Because it went out the window, and I don't know if a broken glass landed on anybody's head, but I hope not. But the football sure went out the window. I hope it didn't land on anybody's car when they were going or anything like that. Wow, what a chain reaction. So the football crashed, break the window, yes? Oh yeah, oh yeah, broke the window. And then the glass fall on whose head? I don't know, I don't know that part of the story. Okay, and then what happened? And then... A football out the window, where did it go? Oh, I just hope it didn't land in somebody's car window. And I hope it didn't hit somebody in the street, you know, because, you know, uh, you know, it could, it could scare somebody, you know, like imagine you walk in the street and all of a sudden you get hit by football, you know what I mean? Ah, yes, I know exactly what you mean, very interesting. Okay, so then what happened? Well, finally, the teacher uh, finished the phone call and he came into the classroom. So he opens up the door. Very quietly, because he assumed that everybody was reviewing. 
And then as he opens up the door, who was he in for a surprise? Because he heard the people jumping up and down. Ha-ha! <laughs> Look at me! It's like a trampoline! Wee! Hey, you wanna watch me? I'm jumping over the desk! Here I go! Oh, look at me. You want to see how high I can jump? I can jump straight up on the teacher's desk. One, two, three. Ow. Okay, let me try it again. One, two, three. Ow. I think the teacher's desk grew since the last time that I tried jumping up to the desk. Yeah, well, I know how to jump up. Watch me. One, two, three. See, I'm on top of the teacher's desk. And of course, you know what happened also there. There were things being thrown around the room. Ah, oh, people were throwing little balls around the room. And people were just, you know, playing tag. And it was like very chaotic. A lot of noise going on in that room there. A lot of noise. And the teacher came in and he's looking there and he's saying, What? I can't believe this. Boys! 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 Ha <laughs> ha! Hey! 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 Sam! That's a great impression of the teacher! You're doing a good job! Oh, thank you, but I'm not doing the teacher. Uh-uh. Oh, really? You're not doing the teacher? So who is imitating the teacher? Uh, I think it's the teacher imitating himself. What? The teacher is imitating himself? What do you mean, but he's out there in the phone call? Boys! Boys, quiet down right now. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I think we're in trouble. Everybody, please get back to your seats immediately. Look at this mess over here. Who threw these papers all over the room? Uh, I did. No, I did. I did. And we all did. I see. Well, instead of having your next recess, you'll be cleaning up this room over here. Huh. All right. Now, I thought I told you boys that you should stay in your seats and review your work, didn't I? Oh, uh, yeah, you did. So then why didn't you? I would have given you an extra reward. I would have given you a longer recess. Well, we kind of took it ourselves. Yeah, we did. Yeah! <laughs> Is that good or bad? <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, it is not very good. Because look at the mess you made over here. Now, what on earth happened here that you thought you had the concept or the idea uh, to formulate these little brains over there to go over and uh, have a recess in this classroom? Well, I specifically, you all were inside this classroom all of you heard me tell you that you must stay in your seats and review your work. So what made you get up and run around the room and... Whoa, what happened to that window? Oh, uh, it's really nothing, Peter. It's just, uh, you know, uh, a broken window. Oh, really? Who broke that window? It was a football. A football? Yes, it was a football. You should have seen it went crashing through the window. Oh, my goodness. Broken glass fell on someone's head? I don't think so, because that window is opposite the schoolyard. Oh, my goodness. Then it landed on one of the boys' heads at what, recess? No, they weren't at recess at that time. Oh, thank God for that. All right. I see. And, and wow. But where did the football land? I don't know. Nobody went out of the classroom to get it. No, sir. Nobody went out of the classroom. Uh-huh. All right. So what made you all think that you could have a recess and jump up and down and go crazy in the classroom? Uh, well, to tell you the truth, uh, it was Jonathan who said so. Jonathan? What do you mean, Jonathan? Uh, well, um, um I, I, I did say something, you know, uh, uh, um, um, but... Aha. Be quiet for a moment and let me get this straight. Everybody in this classroom was present at a time that I said specifically that nobody should get out of their seats, right? Uh-huh, 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 uh-
Yeah. Uh-huh. I see. So now, you all heard this, and yet you all decided to do this because you heard one person say so, and you didn't hear it from me, did you? No, but he said you said it. Uh-huh. So now let me ask you something. He went outside the room. None of you saw him talk to me, right? That's right. All right. None of you saw him talk to me. And yet he comes in the room and he says he spoke to me. And you believe him right away. When every single one of you heard me say, no one should get out of the seat. And he said just the opposite. And you believed him that he said, I said it? Uh-huh. That's what happened. Uh-huh. I see. Uh-huh. Well, all you deserve a punishment, and you're going to lose your recess because you just took your recess now. And you, Jonathan... Yes, what is it? What, what, what did I do? I mean, I mean, okay, I mean, oh, I was just having a little fun. A little fun. A little fun. Well, uh, you're going to get punished to worse. Uh, but why should I get punished to worse? I mean, after all... Uh, I'm just a student, and, and you're the teacher, and you, you told them all. They should have listened to you, not me. Yes. That would be a very interesting excuse. Except you influence them. And trying to influence somebody and to doing something bad is not very nice. Okay? You're going to have a double punishment than everybody else. I mean, I'm going to lose two recesses? That's right. You're going to lose two recesses. What do you say to that? Oh, I'm sorry. Too late now. You should have thought of that first. Well, a very interesting story. So I, I feel bad for that boy because he got punished double. But it's actually his own fault, right? Yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, after all, uh, he shouldn't be listening to... All the boys should not be listening to him. And he shouldn't have done that. That's my point. That's exactly why I told you the story. What are you talking about? You see, you say uh, your religion is better than ours. And you're trying to say that the reason is because, <coughs> excuse me, uh, you're trying to say that, that uh, you know, because Muhammad was a prophet and he, and he spoke with God and, 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 he, and he said, you know, what, what he said. You know what I mean? But now, who should we be listening to? This prophet, who's the only one that saw and spoke? Or should we listen to what we have tradition passed down from generation to generation, an unbroken chain? That, and there was over three million people that heard God's voice. So who should we be listening to? The one or all of us, huh? What do you say? Uh, you want me to stop a little bit? Okay, you win the argument for this time. But uh, we're not done yet. I will find more proof. The next time I go to the mosque, I will hear more sermons and I will have more what to argue with you. <laughs> all right. I think we're better off instead of talking about this. I think we should play playing chess. Oh, yes. Okay, whatever. And so, as time went on, what happened was is that this person, Ahmad, would see that at certain times, the money change place was very busy. And his grocery wasn't so bad. I mean, actually, wasn't doing so good. It was bad. I mean, well, whatever. I know what you mean, Rabbi Ebbs. You mean to tell me that he wasn't doing such good business, especially compared to the money changer. Right. Now, every now and then, Ahmad would come and say to, uh, to, uh, <coughs> Matal. Hello, Matal. You know something? You know, I live uh, a little bit of a distance away from here, and, uh, I just got delivery of new fresh fruit, and I have to pay. Uh, would you care to lend me about, uh, 20, uh, liters? Ah, not a problem. Sure, 20 liters? Sure, Ahmad, I trust you. No problem. And sure enough, uh, uh, you know, Muttle would lend him the liras, the 20 liras, and of course, he paid back. Everything was fine and dandy. Well, this would go on every now and then. But one day, Ahmad started thinking as he was sitting at his store. Wow, today, very hot day, and I'm not having so many customers over here. But what is going on here? Ah... Uh, so many people coming to exchange money. Wow, he must make big money, 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 money. I saw so jealous of him. I wish I could have his money. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I could have his money. I just threw it away. Oh, I could have his money. <laughs> Tomorrow morning, I will do my trickery. 
I plan to work very nicely. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> and sure enough, the next day happened. Uh-oh. I smell a rat. Oh, really? Uh, they don't sit next to the rat. Anyway, so be meanwhile. I mean, you know. Yes, I know what you mean. Don't worry. Okay, anyway, so what happened was is... Next day came. It was around 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. And uh, Ahmed comes across the street to Mottel. Uh, Mottel, my good friend, listen to me very, very carefully. I have a little problem, but you are my good, trusted friend and brother. I <laughs> know, brother, but... Uh, okay, friend, yeah, yeah, what is it? Oh, uh, well, you know, uh, we are good friends for a long time and everything like that, you know. Anyways, um, I see that there's a bunch of products that I could buy from my store at a very, very cheap price. But the only problem is I have to go down to the market right now to get the stuff and I will get it at a good price. But if I uh, wait too long, other people will buy out the stock and I won't benefit. And if I could buy all this, I will make a lot more profit when I sell uh, these products. You understand what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so... What do you, oh, you want me to watch your store while, while you're going? But I can't do that because I have my business over here. You should lock your store and then just go get it. And that is not the problem. And that's not the problem. So what's the problem? And the problem is that, um, uh, you see, uh, what I must do is that um, I need to have 300 dinners uh, to be able to uh, pay for it. But I have the money in my house. But it could take uh, close to two hours to get home. And then by the time I come back, it'll be another two hours. And then what will happen is I will lose the deal. So maybe I don't know if you have what you... Ah, sure, sure, sure. I have 300 dinners, but how long are you going to use it? Because I need it back to be able to use it in, in, in changing money. You know what I mean? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, but, uh, of course, um, uh, I, I, I only maybe two hours. I mean, you know, I will, I will four hours actually, really, because I go to the marketplace, buy the stuff, and then I come back home, and then I come back here. So it will be four or five hours, and then I will pay you. Oh, sure, no problem. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, coming to here. Uh, I just came from America, and I would like to buy, and uh, 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 my boy, I mean, exchange money, so I can buy things. Uh, can I do that? Uh, uh, well, you have a customer here, but I need 300 dinners. Uh, yeah, yeah, just, just, just give me a moment, and, and I'll be with you. Excuse me, pardon me, but, uh, I would like to exchange money, too. So, uh, uh, you have a long line? Eh, monsieur, c'est tout toi. Eh, pardon me, but I need to change some money. Excuse me, friend. Eh, I was head of you online. What's the matter with you? Move out of way. Uh, sorry. Uh, I see, I got a lot of business. Okay, you know what? I trust you here. Here, here's the 300 dinners. All right, here you go. One, two, three. Okay, here's 300 dinners. And um, uh, I'll see you in five hours, right? Oh, yeah. No problem. You take care of your customers. And so, sure enough, Muttle took care of his customers. And then one hour passed by. <coughs> and, of course, five hours passed by. Well, I uh, guess uh, Ahmad uh, should be coming by here soon uh, to pay up. Uh, wait a minute. Doesn't even look like he left his store. Did he leave his store? Did he go home? You know what? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And he waited longer. Six hours. Seven hours. The end of the day was coming. Oh, you know what? Um, let me, you know what? I got it. I got you know. I, I don't have a choice. I, I'm going to go across the street and I'm going to ask him. And so sure enough, he went across the street. Uh, 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 excuse me. Uh, pardon me. Um, uh, <coughs> uh, Ahmad. Yes, what is it? Ah, my good friend Mottel, what is it? Um, and you remember earlier today, uh, you borrowed from me, uh, you know, uh, 300 uh, dinners to, to buy some produce and everything. You said you would pay me back within five hours, and now it's uh, like eight hours. Uh, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, did you have a chance to go home and get the money and pay me? Do you need me to wait longer? I don't know what you're talking about. You lent me money? 
Every now and then you let me 20 dinners here, 20 days there. Where do you got the idea, crazy idea in your head that you lent me 300 dinners? Well, what are you talking about? I lent you 300 dinners. No, you did not. I don't know why you got this idea. Maybe you're going crazy because there are a lot of customers there. They drive you, uh, how you use that word? The sugar? Yeah, that's the word. You drive your sugar? No, no, no. I, 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 I didn't do that. I mean, I'm sorry. No such thing. I, but you're an honest man. I'm very honest, but I don't know where you got this idea. You never lent me this money. I mean, usually if you lend me money, you have a, 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 a contract. Uh, what do you call it? A star. Uh, but I didn't make one this time because I was busy with a bunch of customers. Ah, you make a funny story. Uh, listen, you make so much money, you need to go and, and extract more money from me. You never let me this. I'm very sorry. But don't worry. I know you're having a bad moment, and it's okay. It's all right. I, I will not hold it against you. Oh, wow. He's lying. I lent it to him. You know what? I'm going to go to the caddy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, he's, he's the judge. He's the magistrate. He's in charge of things around here. I, I'm going to tell him what happened. Ah. And sure enough, he went to the caddy. And the caddy looked at him and he said, I am very, very sorry. I'm very, very, very sorry. But it appears to me that uh, uh, and there is nothing that uh, we can do about this. Because uh, if you have no uh, star, it means you have no proof. You understand? Uh, 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 Look at him. He looks so sad. He's coming back from the caddy. Uh, uh, probably told him no. The caddy is not a friend of his. <laughs> very good. I like it very much. And sure enough, he didn't know what to do. And finally, he decided there is something a yid could do. He was mispalel to see what it is because 300 dinners at that time, when money was pretty scarce, it was a lot of money. So Muttal Davin and Hashem put a thought in his head. Oh, wow, that's a great idea. I should go to the Rav, to the Dayan, sure. And so he went to the Rav, who was a Dayan at that time also. I don't remember his name. And he poured out his heart and he told the story. And that's the story. And now he's denying the whole thing. And the Kani says, well, if I have no proof, there's nothing that I could do. Uh-huh. I see. Very interesting. One minute, please. Let me think about this. Uh huh. I see. Okay. Your um, uh, story is very interesting, and I will get the rub over here and tell him. Uh, thank you so much. I thought I was speaking to the rub right now. No, no, no. I'm just his secretary. Hey, look at Sadik. There's somebody who has a very interesting uh, thing to discuss with you. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Shalom Aleichem. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, but listen, I, I have this problem. Yes, yes. I overheard the whole story. Okay, listen to me. This is what you must do. You must do the following. And if you do all this, what I just told you, what I whisper into your ear, uh, everything will be fine. Wow. Wow, that's a very interesting thought. Uh, are you thinking it'll work? Uh, do you have the token in the Bainishlam? Do you have a Munasha Homim? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Have the Tokim and you're a big sadik. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. And please, do what I say. Hope is never lost. We never give up hope. We have to understand that Hashem runs the world. And if you are worthy, you will be protected. If you are worthy, you will see justice. Now, please, go ahead. Do what I said. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And so for a few days, you know, Muttle didn't say anything about the loan or whatever it is. And it continued like other times, like nothing ever happened. And of course, Ahmed said, It'd be foolish for me to try to borrow more money and steal from him or some more because he will not give it to me without a, a contract this time. So I wait until he forgets, then I will do it again. <laughs> so good, so good. And sure enough, at the end of a few days, uh, you know, uh, Muttle came across the street. Uh, Ahmad, Ahmad, listen to me. Uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking lately. You know, we have our conversations and everything. Yes, yes, about the chess. No, 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 I'm talking about our religious conversation. You know, I began to think, wow, what happens if you're right? What do you mean, if I'm right? 
Well, let's say you're right, and your religion is a true religion. Wow. You know what? Just in case it is, I want to make a business proposition with you. A business proposition with me? What do you mean? Well, it's very simple. I want to buy a portion of your world to come that's under your Quran. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> that everything. Uh, how much do you want to pay? I mean, listen, I, I want to uh, offer you, you know, I'm a good businessman, so uh, listen to me very carefully. Okay, nobody's around. Let me tell you like it is. All right, so you, you know that between you and I, you know that you borrow from me 300 liras. Now listen, you don't have to say nothing around. Just listen to my business deal, okay? All right, 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 right. I know. You probably fell on bad times, and you probably couldn't pay your bills and everything. You need money. So you came to me because you saw I was making a lot of money, so you, you, you came up with your plan. But you know what? Listen, you and I know, you know, you really want to do the right thing, right? Uh, yes, of course. I always want to do the right thing. Right. So, so here's the deal. I'm ready to forgive you on the 300 liras that you gave to me. Do you understand? I want to tell you that I'm giving up on this here 300 liras, okay? All right? And if you will sign over to me a portion of your world to come. Really? You will do that? Oh, then I won't have any conscience anymore. Sure. But you have to put it in writing, okay? Oh, yeah, sure. I, Ahmad, borrowed uh, 300 liters from a uh, mother and I uh, 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 will sell him in place of paying back the loan. I will sell him a portion of my world to come as described in our holy Quran. Okay, very good. <laughs> very interesting. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, everything's cool now. Yes, everything is cool now. Yes, yes, yes. Although it's very hot outside, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, very good. And sure enough, he came over to the Rav. And the Rav looked and he says, Wonderful! Great you have this star. Now, every now and then, the Kadi comes to me and we talk. Hey, <laughs> those like... Uh, Ahmad, but he never, uh, never is able to convince me, you know that. Okay, so anyways, here's what I want you to do. Before he gets here, I am going to make an incentive that he should want to come here. You're going to take 15 lira, it's worth investment. You're going to take this 15 lira, you're going to go to him, you're going to tell him your story, and you're going to tell him here's 15 lira to do something about it. Okay? <laughs> then of course he's going to come to me. You'll see, don't worry. Okay? Uh. <laughs> All right, sure, no problem. Yeah, okay, very good. And so he went to the Kadi, and the Kadi looked at him and says, What is this? What are you talking about? What happened here? He what? He did what? I don't believe you. You have proof of this? You didn't have proof last time. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Uh, you think I don't have proof? Okay, so you know what? Here's uh, 15 liras, you know what I mean? Here's 15 liras I'm going to give you. And you should look into it. No, 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 no. You cannot bribe me. No problem at all. Well, you know what? Uh, here's the 15 liras. Take it. I'm going. And sure enough, he threw the 15 liras down on the floor. And he ran out. And as he ran out, he looked over his shoulder. And no doubt about it, this here Kadi went and bent down and picked up the 15 liras. But the Kadi started thinking, hey, I wonder if his story is right. Wait a minute. You know what? I will talk to his rabbi over there. <laughs> I will see what the rabbi say to me. And so he went to the rabbi. And the rabbi, the dying, I don't know what his name was, he went to him and he said, oh, well, he told his story, and the dying said, very interesting, you should come to me at this moment. You know what I have in my possession? You know, you know, tell me what you have in your possession. Look at this uh, document here. Look at it. It's signed by... Uh, Ahmad. Wait, Ahmad? He what? Oh my goodness. He make fun of our... Oh, no, 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 no. He make fun of our our religion. He sell to Jewish men a portion of his world to come. How can he do that? For 300 liters? Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 sorry, Rabbi. I'll I, I be back uh, later. And sure enough, this uh, guy, this uh, whatever you want to call it, he ran as fast as he could. And he went over to this guy, Ahmad, and he told Ahmad, in no uncircumstances, 
If you don't get back this money, you will be banned from every mosque. You won't be come to pray. You won't be part of the community. Nobody come to your grocery store. You understanding what I'm saying to you? You understand? <laughs> and Ahmed had no choice, but he paid back the 300 dinners in full to Matul. And Matul saw the wisdom of the great Sadiqim, the great Rabbanim, great Das Torah. And he learned to understand, if you follow Das Torah, if you follow the ways of the Torah, and you never give up hope, and you just mamish, have full trust in Munas Chachomim, and trust in Hashem, your full betochen, then you will come out on top. Just like I have with Matal. Uh, I know, you can rest assured, that Matal never lent him money ever again without a star, that's for sure. That's right. Okay, uh, I think we ran out of time. It's time to say goodbye to everybody. Uh, oh, yeah, right, okay. Uh, so, everybody, uh, have a wonderful Shabbos, a wonderful weekend, and uh, don't forget to bench Kissel Bun if you haven't done it yet. <laughs> That's a nice point to point out. All right, uh, everybody, goodbye.